I keep getting very beautiful, wonderful reviews from you all and I must say it's really humbling to be a source of inspiration, a source of um, motivation to, even if it's just one person out there. I don't take your time to listen to this podcast for granted. I don't take your reviews for granted. Thank you for always tuning in to listen to me. I believe you're learning. I'll be sharing as I also learn. And then we are growing together. We're becoming better by the day, every day. Today I want to talk about something that is really important. And I'm going to break it into two parts. So for the first part, which I'll take today is helping your friend through a heartbreak. Yeah, I know. It's not really an easy thing. I mean, someone told me recently that, ha, I didn't know that love can kill. I was like, how do you mean? So was taking her time to narrate the heartbreak she had and how terrible she felt in fact she was beginning to have high blood pressure have every other thing and it was a terrible time for her and then i just smiled because i could relate yeah behind all the strong kissing we all have this very soft emotional side of us that sometimes the unlikely most unlikely persons get the password (laughs) and then bam you don't know when it started but you wake up one day and you see that it's ending and you're trying to save it it's not saving and you're just more or less shattered for lack of a better word so most lessons would it depends on you if you have friends congratulations to you because when you are the real MVP right now so some persons have different ways of dealing with pain some are going to dissociate from the pain Others are going to repress the pain. Some are going to face it. Depends on individual. You're not going to teach anybody how to deal with his or her pain. That's the first thing I want to tell you. So don't use that period as the time to be sharing your own heroic um adventures this is what i mean if your friend comes to you to share something like that or you notice something like that it's not the time to start saying eh it's you that cost it now see no guy is worth it see eh? i have told my own self i'm not going to do this do that do that do that or you tell the guy well, you're the one now. Who puts a heart in a relationship these days? No, girl, it's worth it. I beg. The one that puts yourself in pain. You see me? I don't have time. If anybody misbehave, I'm out. You know? 
that's not the time to start all those heroic statements i believe we all know that you have attained a good level of emotional control that doesn't make this heartbroken person a riffraff or irresponsible everyone treats a relationship as a child so imagine you have a baby you've put your all into it put all everything into it only to end at nothing all right it's not time for victim blaming dear friend i'm telling you now because some of us we are guilty of this thing we shut people up in our honest bid to make them feel better nobody wants to identify with terrible things nobody wants their mistake to be poured all on their faces like i told you i told you this person is going to break your heart no that time is not when to do that you may be saying the right things with the best of intentions but timing matters timing matters and because you are a friend you are not just concerned about the body of the person you're also concerned about the mind and the mental state of your friend you are not going to do that so when someone is heartbroken and it comes to you that's not the time to even tell the person you know god has the best plan for you please stop crying it's not worth wasting your tears no no it's not the best time to start saying that the person who is broken knows every of us, every one of us know that god has the best plan for us that does not mean we should not be allowed to grieve or cry when we are faced with a difficult scenario if you shut that person up there you don't let him up hard cry you can repress the feeling you can cause something else that you don't pack in for so what do you do as a friend first and foremost you listen see i i have reckoned that so many of us who claim to be friends especially close friends we don't listen we don't we think we listen someone once told me say you think you listen but what you actually listen to is what you want to hear once what you want to hear is not being said you start talking you start interrupting this happens to us unconsciously sometimes you see there is actually so much that is said in silence so don't jump you're not the one that is heartbroken you're not the one that wants to share pain you're not the one feeling this thing so why not just keep your mouth shut and let your friend talk let him or her talk in fact just keep nodding your head put a face that shows that you totally understand what they are saying and just listen it's not all the time that people share things with you just to hear you talk sometimes they share just to let it out to just push it out of their guts they don't even most times want to hear your opinions on it so why not just listen 
I look like I am emphasizing this because I am guilty of it sometimes too. And I'm sure most of us are. We jump the gun. We feel we know what this person wants to say. We feel, well, is it not heartbreak? What is strange about heartbreak? It is strange for this person. So let her express or he express exactly how it is for him or her. Okay? So now, another thing you would do aside listening, I can sit on listening for long because it is in listening that you will even know the exact way to get to to start you know helping when you listen you will know the state you will understand frankly how the person is feeling and handling this case and that's how you are going to be able to pick up your um, availability as a friend when someone say that you should be a shoulder to lean on they don't usually say be a mouth to lean on because Sometimes, even in the gravest silence, lies the deepest conversations. Alright, so you listen. After that, you can now begin to encourage. Encourage and show your heroic acts are two different things. Let me tell you, give you examples. Oh, Grace, I'm so sorry. You know, don't let this get to you. You're the most amazing person I've ever met. And it's just so sad that Paul didn't see that. But don't let it get to you. You're still awesome. Is it fair from? Uh, I beg, leave him, Jerry. Is it not Paul? What is Paul? When it's you that even calls this thing for yourself. I told you right from the beginning that this guy looks like a player. You did not hear, you know? And this will just unsettle the person even more. The person is already feeling terrible. And you are helping the person to feel worse. What kind of friend are you? So you encourage. You pray to have the right words to say. If you don't have the right words, just listen for that day. Go back think around what the person has told you then come back and start talking all right okay so after that while encouraging then you can try to make the person feel better trying to make the person feel better will be bringing things that are fun things that the person loves to do so much as friends i'm I'm sure you will know some of these things if it's a guy and you think they would like um, some sort of music you can just begin to play the music or you can just say okay i got tickets let's go and watch football if it's a lady you can get some foodstuffs and ask her to show you her recipe for making a particular food a particular smoothie a type of cake just anything to get them out of that mood you can say they should do a song together you are the friend you know what they would like to do you know what if you tell them even if they are very tired they will still stand up and do so intentionally do these things just to take their minds off 
So while after listening and trying to encourage, then you try to take their minds off, try as much as possible to be there for them and take their minds off the pain. I know you. there's a limit to what you can do if you're not living together. Well, that period you can move in with your girlfriend. I mean, you as a girl now, you can move in to stay with your female friend who is heartbroken just to, to cover that void for him or her. Because the fact is, relationships for those who enter um, honestly, they put in so much into it and you don't expect someone who has been used to uh, being woken up from sleep with a call from this particular person um, having to just readjust the next morning. There's going to be relapse times. There, There's going to be the time where the heartbroken lady or guy would feel very strong, like nothing, nothing. And there's going to be that time where they will feel really weak and they will start crying and you're like, ah, get a, get a grip on yourself now. No, that's not what you should do. Allow them to cry, allow them to vent, allow them to go through all these stages of accepting pain. Allow them, it's not a bad thing to express pain. It's just to stay there that makes it bad. So if you let them grieve at the time they ought to grieve, they will move past the pain early enough okay so after doing this you have to help them to de- is it was the word now to detach like they should remove themselves from any situation that will cause like the pain to come all over again what this means is if they have to do something somewhere that will you think will be a place that they will run into this person and it will cause more pain you can volunteer to do it for them you can help them to keep their phone away you know i don't know but you know heartbreaks can really be people's responses differ so you have to just look at your own friend and help them to detach from what they really were holding on to and then show them that actually they can do these things by themselves even in the absence of this person and still be good so the last thing i'll say is pray for them don't think this is me being spiritual but emotions are also part of our entire life so when a friend of yours is going through a terrible heartbreak you pray you pray when you pray it will be easier for him or her to understand that that thing happened for a reason i personally believe that when god interrupts your life is because he wants to do something bigger with you so you now being patient enough and being um, enlightened enough to recognize what he's doing depends on how matured you are so you are going to be the one pray for them that whatever the reason for this um, breakup you are going to god will show them all right then when you are doing that it will help them to it will not be you doing the work again god will be doing that one then you'll be doing your own physical assistance to your friend please and please don't shame people 
whenever they are expressing pain don't make them feel like they are weaklings because they are crying from a breakup that happened maybe three months ago you come into your friend's room today and the person is sobbing and crying I like what is it and then she start telling you is she just saw maybe a photo from her outing with the former guy and then it's like the whole thing came all over again it's not time for you to start shouting like how long will it take you are you a child do you think this please that's not what you should do start encouraging listen to whatever the person has to say encourage the person try to be there for the person you know try to help with the detachment process for that um, lost relationship and most importantly take time out to pray for your friend that god will see him or her through this trying phase and it will become a better story at the end of the day so i hope you learned something from today's gist i really want us to become better versions of ourselves every day just keep improving keep looking for one thing that you can do to add value to your life take stock just live a purposeful life all right until i come your way again you already know my name grace and i'm your host on just with grace podcast i'll be honored and delighted to hear from you so have a good time and stay blessed